Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Get Lit with Becky Rabin podcast. I am your host, Becky, and this is your high vibe weekly dose of inspiration, motivation, and empowerment to help you shush your inner critic, break through your limiting beliefs, build up your self-worth, get out of your own way, and fearlessly step into your power. This podcast has been created to help you build a life that you love and a mindset that will take you places giving you the confidence and drive to live your most lit up life through this podcast we hope to give you actionable tools to take away and tips that will show you the way to turning your dreams into reality and becoming the best version of yourself this is for the dreamer the believer the go-getter and the inspired it's time to get lit Hi and welcome back to the Get Lit with Becky Rabin podcast, the place to be to build a business that you are proud of, a life that you love and a mindset that will take you places. On today's episode, I have an incredible guest, one of my very good friends, Kirsty Gallagher. She is a moon mentor, a Sunday Times best-selling author, a soul alignment and transformation coach, yoga teacher, meditation teacher, a founder of the Lunar Living Membership Academy. She has been sharing the life-changing benefits of yoga and the moon for over 10 years through classes, workshops, private and corporate sessions, as well as her best-selling book and 80 worldwide retreats. Kirsty works alongside women, helping them live back in alignment with an ancient cycle and natural rhythm and flow and help them to connect back to their authenticity, their purpose, their heart and their soul. Weaving lunar wisdom with soul guidance readings, astrology and cutting edge transformational coaching techniques. She helps women overcome doubts, fears and sabotage to once more find a deep inner connection and purpose of meaning in life. Hi, and welcome back to the Get Lit with Becky Rabin podcast, the place to be to build a life that you love, a business that you are proud of, and a mindset that will take you places. I am super excited today, guys, because I am interviewing one of my best friends, Um, but I'm also interviewing her from my very own home, which is magic. We're not doing it over Skype today, so I have the beauty of actually being with her right now. Um, My wonderful friend, Kirsty. Hi, Kirsty. Thank you for having me. 
having me. Thank you for joining me. Um, we have wanted to do this one for a long time, and I'm really excited about talking to you guys um, and, and getting Kirsty's wisdom and knowledge. Um, she is queen of the moon. She is moon mother, moon mentor, moon sister. Um, and it really makes me laugh because, you know, so often on social media and on Instagram, everyone's kind of talking about like, Jesus Christ, what's going on? Is there something going on with the moon? Whenever we're feeling a bit funky or we're yep. a bit all over the place, everyone's like, what's going on with the moon, man? Or everyone's like, ah, oh, that makes sense. But I feel like, although we joke about it and we talk about it and people have become so much more aware now how powerful the moon is and how much it affects our moods, what's going on for us in our lives, people don't really actually understand the full truth of it. Um, and so I'm really excited to be asking you kind of some questions about the moon, how we can harness it to kind of step into our fullest potential yeah. um, and talk a little bit about the work that you guys are doing. So I guess first and foremost, I want to know firstly, why is the moon so special to you? Like what made you feel very cool to become, I guess, an expert? Honestly, the moon changed my life and I can, I can really, really say that hand on heart. And that's why I'm so passionate about the work that I now do. And to go back to your point before, it's the most asked question I get. Why is the moon doing this to me? Um, and the truth is the moon doesn't do anything to us. It just draws on what's already inside and helps us to really be able to then move forwards in life. And I, I guess that's what's happened for me. So I was in India in 2009 doing my yoga teacher training. And it's really, um, it's a common practice in India not to practice on moon days. And so I take moon days as days of kind of self-reflection and tuning into the energies. And I... What are moon days? When it's a new or full moon. Okay, fine. We'll and go into the nuts and bolts of what those we are will. later. We will. Mm -hmm. And so on new or full moon days, you don't practice yoga traditionally. And on those days, because everyone was hanging out a lot more in coffee shops, cafes, I'd start to notice people's energy would really differ it got me really interested in kind of what is this, what's going on. So I would use moon days as an opportunity to feel into the energies, to do my own work, to set intentions, to do releasing work. And I made such profound shifts in my life by working with the energy of the moon over nine months. It was incredible. And I've, I've been hooked ever since. Yeah, you're amazing. Hooked. Honestly, like, I'm always like, Kirsty, what's going on with the moon? <laughs> um, so I guess we're going to break it down simply first. I know we have a really powerful, is it a new moon? Full moon? New moon. New moon. Coming in, which we'll talk about. Um, but I guess firstly, let's cut to the basics for all of the people around here and all of our listeners who perhaps like really just want to understand exactly like what the hell the moon is doing yeah. and how it kind of works with us. So why does the moon, and you, you said there, like it actually doesn't do anything to us. It harnesses what we already have inside mm. of us. But why does it have such a, few, like a huge effect on, I mean, for me, it's like sleep, anxiety, like yep. emotions, just feeling a bit groggy. And it's always when I'm like, oh God, but it's the moon. Of course it is. So yeah. why does it have such a special effect on us? The, I mean, we're all aware that it's the moon that turns the tides on Earth. Mm. We're also, many of us, aware that it's the moon that keeps the Earth on its axis. So without the moon, the Earth would actually tilt around a lot more as we spin around. So it's the moon that gives us seasons that turns our tides. And with us humans being kind of 60% water, mm. it exerts that same gravitational pull on the watery inner world of our emotions and our dreams and our intuition... And so what the moon basically does is as this gravitational pull pulls on our emotions, it helps us to really see where we're stuck, where we're out of alignment, where we're not listening, where we're not really tuning in, in order to help to bring us back into that really aligned space and to connect more to our inner world. We've 
lost touch with being in tune with nature. I mean, so much of nature is affected by the moon. Mm. It's unbelievable. But we humans in some ways have almost an arrogance in thinking that we're not affected. Yeah. Um, and the moon affects us all in the same way. And when we can learn to work with rather than against that, as you said just then, so many people are like, I feel this, I feel this, I feel this. And they're like, oh, moon, mm. boom. It kind of answers yeah. everything all of a sudden. It gives us answers and meaning and rhyme and rhythm and flow and so much power. And you're so right in the fact that there's like an arrogance around it with some people that are like, oh my God, are you talking about the moon again? Like, And I'm like, how can you not see that like we are like 60 or 70% water, whatever it is, and it has such a powerful effect on the, the world, yep. how do you expect it not to have an effect on us? So you kind of mentioned briefly the new moon, the full moon, half moon situation. Now, there's, I feel like there's a lot of... I feel like every five seconds there's something going on there's with the moon, moon or there's something <laughs> coming along which makes it quite overwhelming for everyone. So firstly, let's break it down right to the beginning. What are the different phases of the moon cycle? Because I know it obviously goes from full moon to, like, I'll let you explain it. And I guess, how do we use each phase of that moon to, like, harness our fullest potential? Obviously, here at Get Lit, we are all about stepping into our power, owning our authenticity, becoming fearless and really, mm. like getting out of our comfort zone to become the person that we were born to be in, like basically not be afraid to be seen. So I guess how can each of those phases of the moon, what do we meant to be doing during those phases? Mm. And also how can that really affect, like how can we work towards that to harness that kind of powerful, fearless energy? Of course. I mean, this goes so well with the work you do because we only have to look. One of the biggest teachings I often offer is that the moon is never afraid to shine. You never see the moon trying to hide away from the sky or be like, oh, not this month or I can't do it. So the moon gives us this permission to be able to shine at our fullest potential but also teaches us as well that in order to do that, we sometimes have to go back inwards. We have to disappear for a little while. We have to rest and self-care mm. and keep coming home to ourselves. Oh, and so that's one of the main powerful teachings that I guess the moon has offered me. So to go through the phases with you, what I always like to do is go back to the very end to get to a beginning. Yeah. So we have what's known as the dark moon phase. And the dark moon phase is the very end of the waning lunar cycle. So the waning lunar cycle is when the moon is growing smaller and smaller and smaller in the sky every night. The dark moon is when the moon has almost waned. We almost can't see her anymore. She's really tiny. And this is the lowest energy point of the lunar cycle. So as the moon is disappearing from the sky, this is where she's calling us to also disappear into ourselves. Mm -hmm. So the energy of a dark moon will pull our energy levels down. It's when we're likely to feel the most exhausted, the most emotional. And the reason the moon does this for us is that so we can have that real check-in of where am I in my life right now? So the important work we need to do around the dark moon is noticing to who and what we're feeling the most emotional about. That's the moon guiding us towards the areas of our life that need attention and change and we need to put some focus into in the following lunar month. So it's really important in this time to rest, to self-care, to go inwards and just to really have that check-in. You'll find you're most affected by a dark moon phase if you spent the previous month running around, being too busy, ignoring the little niggles you've been getting, ignoring the voice of your intuition, really fighting against yourself. The Which dark most moon, of these listeners will be. Most of us do. <laughs> the dark moon will then literally pull you into this exhaustion because it's like the moon is saying, slow down, mm. stop, take a breath. Where are you right now? Mm. Catch up with yourself. Where are you? 
So the dark moon being the most emotional few days of a month, we normally spend a lot of time around here figuring out what we don't want. I don't want this, I don't like that, I don't like them, this isn't working, this is awful. But again, there's such power in this and being able to sit with that and be in it and go, wow, okay. And if we can do this in a conscious way, it takes away a lot of that poor me. It mm -hmm. takes away a lot of the, the kind of victim mentality yeah. around this is happening to me instead we can be like this is happening for me so i can really see right now where i'm not aligned and in my full power and like i talk we talk a lot at get lit about like knowing what you don't want so that you so can you like can get know. really clear about your values your yes. boundaries and like all of those sort of things i guess that's where that all happens right exactly in that so that leads us beautifully then into the new moon so the new moon is that moment where the sun and the moon align in the sky and the new moon then is where we take everything we learned we didn't want mm -hmm. in the dark moon phase and we flip it and we go, okay, so what do I want? Mm -hmm. What do I want out of my life? What do I want to create? What do I want to manifest? Where do I want to go? So the new moon is the time that it's like a clean blank slate where we get to set intentions. A lunar cycle, a full lunar cycle is about 29 and a half days. So we've got So is it always roughly the same time of the month that the dark moon exists or not like is it like oh i know that at the end of the month is when my light when the dark no. moon no because the moon is a little bit of a trickster so a, a full lunar cycle is between 27 and a half and 29 and a half days because the moon being the feminine energy of the universe she doesn't want to adhere to any strict rules she wants to be in flow she wants to be in rhythm she wants to do what she wants to do and so that's why the original calendars used to be based around the moon. So our ancestors would use the moon for gathering, for celebration, for tracking, for moving around. But because the moon phases weren't an exact science, that's why we then created a solar calendar, a more kind of masculine way of doing things that was very exact. Interesting. Um, so it really helps to kind of get some kind of a moon calendar. I put it on all my socials when it comes up because I start to get messages about three or four days before. Being like, like, what's going what's on? Going on? <laughs> um, so yeah, but it helps if you want to really tune in to get a moon calendar um, and then you can see when the new and the full moons are. So when the new moon comes around, it will be all about setting intentions, making vision boards, really getting clear on what it is that you do want. Mm -hmm. Because that's one of the other things that Lunar Living gives us is that how many times do we set a New Year's resolution or we have a plan and then we do nothing about it. We throw yeah. it out there into the world and leave it discarded until it's December again and mm -hmm. we're like, how is it December? So we take everything, we set our intentions, we get very clear about what we want the next lunar month to bring us. A few days later, we get what's called the waxing crescent moon, which is when we see that first little tiny crescent moon mm -hmm. in the sky. This is now the doing part of the lunar cycle. So the moon's energy started to build, she started to show up again in the world, we can start to see her again. So this is where we take our moon intentions and we kind of say, okay, how am I gonna get there? What do I need? What support do I need? What knowledge do I need? Who do I need to call upon? What do I need to make happen? This is when we start to do and we start to put ourselves out there into the world a little bit more. There can be a little bit of a, a moment around this part of the lunar cycle where things seem so near yet so far. It seems like your dreams are so far away. So it's really important at this stage not to give up, but to really have those intentions as your true north. So you know where you're heading towards, you know where you're going, so to really keep them in mind. About a week after the new moon, we get what's called the waxing first quarter. Now, this is normally everyone's favourite part of the lunar cycle because the moon is halfway to full, so you'll see half the moon yeah. in the sky. And this is the time of the lunar cycle where it suddenly feels like magic is on your side. It suddenly yeah. feels like everything's coming together. 
So this is the time of the lunar cycle now to just as the moon is starting to really get out there and shine. It's the time to do that. It's the time to say yes to every invite. It's the time to notice signs and synchronicities. You'll feel your energy and confidence really starting to build. You'll start to feel the ability to achieve things coming a bit more fast. You'll be like, I really feel this. I've got this. Our energy's really growing. It's a really good potent... time for business owners and people wanting to launch totally. things. And, yeah, and it's go that for time, jobs that they want. Yeah, to just really say yes. Every opportunity that gets offered to you, say yes, say yes, say yes. Just go out there, go out there, go out there and really go after everything that you want. A couple of days after that. So every moon phase lasts about three to four days, mm -hmm. roughly, if we're going to work with them. We get the waxing gibbous moon. This is the sleepless part of the lunar cycle. <laughs> that's just before the... Just before the full yeah, moon. So a couple of nights week. before the full moon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the reason we don't sleep is because the moon is trying to say to you, listen, almost two weeks ago you set these intentions. You have not got time to go to sleep. You've got to <laughs> write and go out there and do things and create and so manifest funny. and really get things going. And so as the energy builds of the moon towards full, it has the same effect on us that our energy starts to get pulled to the surface. We've got all this energy to work with, all this light and illumination of the moon to work with, all the energies flying around everywhere for us to tune into. So it's really key around this time, if you can't sleep, listen, because the moon is trying to get your attention that there's something you need to do, there's something you need to finish, there's something wow. you need to be completing. So tune in and listen around this time. <laughs> Instead of going, oh, I can't Instead sleep. Of being like, moon. <laughs> um, then we get the full moon. So the full moon, we all know, it's, I mean, she's been beautiful in the sky the past few nights. It's that moment that like stops us in our tracks. And I even believe this, you know, there's that great saying that we're all made of stardust. And mm -hmm. I think when we see that full moon in the sky, something in us just knows... That we're part of it. That there's magic, yeah. that, there's, that we're part sure. of something greater. We only have to gaze at that moon in the sky to know that. Yeah. So the full moon is a really beautiful time of the month. It's when our energies are pulled to the surface. So we're much more reactional. We're much more quick to step into our emotions. It's a time to just be mindful of emotions around this time. The full moon is a time that we use for two things. First of all, celebration. So we look back since the new moon and whatever you've achieved and done well, celebrate yourself because it's something that we don't do often enough in life. So mm. it's about, wow, I set out there to create that. I wanted to do that. I went after it. I put the work in. I did it. Like, well done me. So really use that, like, full moon energy to celebrate something. The next thing the full moon will do is, as she's illuminated fully in the sky, it's like she shines this big full moon light down onto our lives so we get to see where we are and we have that moment of, like, oh. Mm -hmm. So if through the waxing cycle as the moon has been growing bigger, we've been ignoring the signs we've been getting, we've not been tuning into our emotions, we've been avoiding, it's at this time now that we get to very clearly see how we always get in our own way. So how we sabotage, how we play small, how we listen to the little voice in us that goes, oh no, don't go do that, they might not like you, this might not work out. The full moon highlights all of this for us. So it's almost like that big full moon moment of like, whoa. Mm -hmm. The more you work with lunar cycles, the more you'll start to notice repeating patterns over and over and over where you don't say yes to the invite, so you play it a bit small or you don't really go after what you want. And again, this is where the moon holds so much power mm. in that. There can often be a little feeling of frustration around a full moon or even anger around a full moon, which again, when we get really clear and with ourselves, is often directed at us for those opportunities we missed, for the chances we didn't take, for the times we didn't say yes. 
So it's a really wonderful time to notice all of this and to process it and to allow our lives really to be illuminated and once mm. more to check into that emotional landscape of what we're feeling. Amazing. A couple of days after this, <laughs> you get the waning gibbous moon, which is when the moon starts to get smaller in the sky again. So the waning gibbous moon, after the intensity of the full moon has gone, I always say to people, don't do anything around a full moon, just really sit with what mm. you're feeling. As the intensity of the full moon disappears a little bit, the waning gibbous moon is the time now to look back over the cycle and reflect on it and say, okay, I did this really well and this worked. Mm. I didn't perhaps do this to my best ability. I didn't perhaps take advantage of this. I stopped myself short by doing this. It's the time to really start to reflect back on the month and get very clear on, just as at the new moon we get clear on what we want to create, here we get clear on what we need to release and let go of, of what yeah. stood in the way. And this is where we start to set those intentions now of what we're releasing. As the moon gets smaller in the sky, our energy wanes and gets smaller. The energy is there to help us to release. So we then get the waning last quarter moon. And this is kind of a release point of the moon. So this is where we work on you know, affirmations and visualizations and journaling on letting go of limiting self-beliefs, letting go of the stories, letting go of the voices in our heads perhaps letting go of situations and people and jobs. This is a really great time if you do want to move on from your job, you do want to move on from relationships. This is a time then that we really start to release anything that tangles us and holds us back and holds us down. It's a time we just really work on letting go of what we realise stood in our way. And then the moon from there will continue to wane down towards that dark moon we spoke about at the beginning, mm -hmm. where we then start to go back inwards into to who and what are we feeling emotional and what then do we want to create over the following lunar cycle. So month on month, we get this real rhythm to work with where we set an intention. We do all we can in the waxing moon to make it happen. We take stock at the top of that full moon of what worked, what didn't, what did I do well. And then we have the two-week waning cycle to release all that stands in our way before we come back around again to that new moon and create over and over again. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. What an emotional roller coaster. <laughs> yep. Once by month, Do you think by that month. when you're like more open to it and more 
in it, you feel it more. Like, yes. do you think there's people who just walk around unbeknown and they just might think they're having a crap week or a good week and yes. they, like, it doesn't really affect them as much because they're not as open to it? Yes. So is it like when you open the can, you get, you get all the worms a bit? You feel it more, but it also empowers you more because when you... When you're just wandering around being like, oh, it's a crappy day, or oh, it's this person's fault, or oh, it's that person's fault, or I'm just feeling off today, it's really disempowering. Yeah. Because it's always somebody or somebody, somebody or something else's fault. Yeah. As soon as we can take a responsibility for that and own that and sit with that, we then get the power to be able to change that. And so when we can realise, I'm feeling this way, and, and again, we say it tongue-in-cheek, but when we can say, okay, I feel this way because it's a full moon... Yeah. We can at least then use the energies that moon is offering us to say, let me, let me feel into this a bit deeper. Let me yeah. check in with myself a bit deeper. So rather than just being thrown around by life or emotions or other people's behaviours, we get to take a conscious control over where we're going. And also, I guess, like, finally make the changes of all of those repeating yes. patterns that kind of keep showing up for you. So obviously we have the moon cycle, the lunar cycle, which you've just explained. But then there's also, like, <laughs> super moons, blue moons, black moons, eclipses... Are they like as important? What does, do they mean anything? Is it what, what is the meaning behind each of mm. those? Honestly, it depends how deeply you want to get into this work. So many of us are, we're busy, we've got lives, we've got responsibilities, we've got things we're doing. I, I say to everyone in the beginning, just work with kind of the dark new moon phase and the full moon. Yeah. That could be enough, but that in itself means that twice a month you have a check-in point. Mm -hmm. So again, rather than going from January to December with no clear direction and then being like, oh, another year wasted, nothing worked out for me, we get that check-in and accountability every month. These other things you've just mentioned just add a little bit more magic to the moon that we're doing. So supermoons are when the moon is closest to the Earth. It's almost like a moon on steroids, almost. It just brings that bigger yeah. power, that bigger energy. Um, blue and black moons are a little more complicated. A blue moon is a full moon, a black moon is a new moon, and this is where we have more than one full or new moon in a calendar month. So these are almost like second chances at new beginnings. So it's like we get a second chance to really go after what we wanted. Um, eclipses, we could probably do a whole other podcast on, but eclipses are energy portals that normally bring uh, real endings and new beginnings. So again, they can be really powerful to work with, especially if you know that you want to create something new yeah. or there's something you need to release into. But really what you're saying is as long as people can get to grips with the fact that really at the full moon and kind of that, what was it? The, the new moon, the, the new dark moon, moon element. Moon. If they've got a check-in point and they're aware of at least the fact what other what else is going to be going on throughout that cycle, yeah. that's all they really that's need to be doing. That's what you need. They don't need to overcomplicate it. Nope. Okay, so where it does maybe get confusing and where people, I think like at the moment we're in Leo season and it's so funny having everyone being like, Leo season, here's baby. And like only the Leos <laughs> do it. It's so funny. <laughs> so I, I know we have that that new moon coming up, don't we? No, full No, mm. new moon. Jesus, there's so many things to remember. But... Where do the star signs come in to it being? Because, like, you know, you hear people saying it's a new moon in Aquarius. Yep. Is that the same principle as it just gives it a little bit more spice? Like, what does that really mean? This is honestly where your lunar work will take on the most amount of magic, is when you start to then work into this. Mm. So the moon will become new or full in a different star sign every single time she's new or full. A new moon will always be in the same zodiac sign that we're currently in. So this Fine. new moon so will be in Leo. That's simple. Like... And that's because if you imagine the sky is a little piece of pizza chopped into 12 pieces, on a new moon, the sun and the moon are in exactly the same piece of pizza in the sky, so they're always going to be in the same zodiac sign. Yeah. 
When the moon is full, she's on the opposite side of the Earth to the moon. So she's in the opposite slice of pizza. So she'll always be in the opposite star sign to the right. current zodiac sign. Okay, we're fine. In. Christ. So it's, yeah. it, it sounds so complicated when you start, but I promise you it's not. And otherwise, just look on my Instagram and it'll tell you there yeah. what we're in. What Don't we're in. overcomplicate yeah. it. <laughs> so the zodiac sign that the moon falls in basically gives the moon the flavor. All of us are going to be affected by the energies of that particular moon, regardless of our own signs. So with this next new moon in Leo, we're all going to feel the Leo energy come through. It's almost like the moon in that zodiac sign takes on that energy and she beams it down towards us. If you've already been working on or working through the lessons that this particular moon offers us, you'll feel the energy in a really great and amplified way. And that's why sometimes everyone around you is like dying and being like, this moon, and you're like, I feel amazing. you've done the work. Because you've done the work around it. So every zodiac sign offers us different lessons, different challenges, different energies, different learnings, different ways. So if we've already stepped into a lot of that work, it's going to amplify that energy for us. If the lessons that this star sign offers us are things that we avoid or we don't really want to go into or that we know that we've been kind of dancing around, you're going to really feel this as the moon tries to give you these energies. So what are these kind of like examples of the lessons? Before we go into this Leo full moon, which new moon, keep saying the wrong one, mm. which is actually if you're listening to this as this episode comes out, it's like timely for this, but it'll be beneficial anyway. But um, yeah, what 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 is that like? So... In a, in a real nutshell, the, the watery signs, so the watery signs of the zodiac will take us much more deeply into our emotions. We'll feel a lot more emotional. We'll feel a need to connect a lot more with our emotions. And that's more of the energy it'll bring. The earth signs bring grounding and reality checks and practical ways of doing mm -hmm. things. The air signs will take us much more up into um, our heads and planning and being able to really kind of freedom seek in that way. And the fire signs will take us into kind of real passion and purpose and drive and will to get things done. And so every sign will just offer a different energy, whether that's the, the Leo new moon that's coming up that's asking us to really step into our purpose. The Virgo moons ask us to be very practical and start to plan. The Libra moons call us into finding balance. Mm -hmm. The Scorpio moons take us into a very, very deep dive into what we hide underneath the surface. So every moon will just bring the flavour of that particular zodiac sign through so that as we go through an entire year of working with the moon, we almost get to touch every facet of our lives from the emotional to the physical to the spiritual to the mental to planning to mm. releasing. So it just brings the extra magic for us to really work into. Amazing. So this Leo moon that's, that's coming up now. Oh, this Leo new moon is going to have a really magical energy. I mean, as... as we all know we've been through it. I've never said this word before in my life, but unprecedented time lately. <laughs> um, just with what's been going on. And so this Leo moon now is just, as we're starting to come out of this, the Leo moon is all about authentic self-expression. It's about fearlessly being able to step into your most authentic self. The sun rules Leo. And we only have to think about when we're in the sunshine, how we feel bigger and brighter and bolder mm. and more lit up. And that's the energy that Leo brings. Leo is a, a playful energy. It's an energy of um, what Leo really asks of us is if you didn't have all the adult responsibilities and there wasn't as much adulting, what would you do? 
because quite often one of the things that gets in our way of really going after what we want is the mortgage or the rent or the practical adult things we moved in, which are relevant, they're really relevant, but we then lose sight of our dreams. Our dreams then become more like pipe dreams or I do that if or I do that when. Leo helps us to start to vision into just playing with it a bit more, letting go of some of that responsibility and starting to even put yourself first a little bit more. Yeah. Because what many of us do as well is we sacrifice our own dreams and desires in order to keep other people happy and everyone around us happy. So Leo being the ruler of the heart wants you to just step fully into your heart space and kind of say to yourself... If there were nothing else to think about, if there was no adulting going on in my life right now, what would I do? What are my biggest dreams and desires? What really lights me up inside? What shines within me? What what calls on me? What's that little dream that keeps coming to me over and over and over again? And then the Leo energy will help you then to find the courage and the bravery to really begin to step up into that and to move out into that energy space. Leo, new moon is almost like, here I am, world. This is me. Hence the, it's Leo season. It's Leo season. Yeah, exactly. It is. It's just that, it's that, it's that permission to shine. It's what you help people do all day, every day. But Leo energy will amplify that. And you'll find everyone around you will just be a little bit more sure of themselves or a little bit more strutty or a little bit more... (laughs) I love it. Leo just briefly going to bring that strut. I think I've got a Leo moon sign, haven't I? Oh, God. You're Leo rising. Leo rising, yes. I am quite quite a Leo rather than a Virgo. Yes. That is a whole other conversation which we will not go into today with people thinking that they are their certain star signs and them actually being different rising signs and moon signs is a whole nother conversation mm. but actually we might as well talk about the moon sign element what does it mean if someone's a Virgo star sign but they are a moon sign Leo what does that mean? So it's, it's a really brilliant question so again what we need to look at in a chart again just to really simplify it is your sun, your moon and your rising sign mm. so they're the three most important elements of your chart Sun and the moon sign being the most important. They're known as the luminaries. What your moon sign... So for me, I'm a Leo sun sign. And although I've got some Leo elements, I'm not quite as showy. Like, you'll know about me. If you put me on stage when I get on there, I'm fine. But the whole time before it, I'm like, oh, my God. Mm. And I often used to worry a little bit, being like, God, why am I not that, like, real Leo energy? I am a Taurus moon. And your moon sign is what you need to do to feel completely at home and secure and safe in yourself. So whereas my Leo son should want to go out to every party and be at every social engagement, my Taurus moon wants to stay at home on the sofa with a blanket and a cup of tea. So as soon as I owned that, I was like, oh, it gave me permission to just kind of be myself a little bit more and feel like there wasn't anything wrong with me. So your moon sign in your chart is... If for anyone out there, find out what your moon sign is. It will often make a lot Based more sense to you. Time of birth. Time isn't it? of birth. Yeah. You do need to know. I mean, the time of birth is the most relevant for your rising sign. The the sun, as we know, stays in every sign for about thirty days. The moon will move sign every two to two and a half days. So if you're not sure of your exact time of birth, you'll need to check if the moon changed sign on that day. Um, um, but the rising sign changes every two hours. So that's what we really need to know. 
But your moon sign will just tell you a lot about whereas your sun sign is your outer world, who the world sees when they see you, who you show to the world. Your moon sign is who are you when there's no one else around. You're authentic, you're authentic Exactly. Self. The moon is related to the soul. It's related to your soul. It's your emotional world. It's that inner world of what goes on in here that you maybe wouldn't tell people about or that you go through or that you feel. And it just, it talks to you about what you need to nourish in yourself in order to be whole and complete. Amazing. So it's a pretty powerful little beauty, isn't she? And I think it's just so important that people start, like, you know, the work that you're doing is so incredible, helping people become more aware of what the, how powerful the moon is. Um, as kind of mentioned in the bio of this podcast episode, um, Kirsty has her very own Sunday Times best-selling book. <laughs> Uh, Lunar Living, Harnessing the Magic of the Moon, Working with the Magic of the Moon. It's a beautiful book. That would be a really good start point for any of you guys. But actually, she also, I mean, you can tell them about your Lunar Living monthly membership. But if you are someone who obviously wants a little bit more support to actually work through the work with each of these lunar cycles and you want to delve deep into it a little bit more, tell them about your... Um, yeah, it's an online sisterhood. And the reason I started it is because... As we spoke about before, so many more people were like, what's going on with the moon? What's going on with the moon? And one of the things also that Lunar Living does is it helps us to know we're never alone. Yeah. So all of a sudden, like when I put my posts on social and people comment being like, me too, me too. Oh, thank goodness, me too. We're all like, oh, it's yeah. not just me. It's not just me. And so the sisterhood in there is such a powerful way. Back in the days, us women would have all cycled together with the moon. Again, maybe a whole different podcast. Yeah. We'd have cycled together with the moon. We'd have all come together oh, with yeah, a new the moon. Yeah, the periods. Wow. With the moon. That could be a whole other a powerful whole other podcast. podcast. Um, <laughs> but we would all have come together with the new moon in what was known as the red tent. And we'd have done that not only to bleed together, but also to support each other. Hey, Beck, what's going on for you? What do you need? Mm. What are you going through? How can I support you? As we've made life very linear, where we expect everything to be the same all day, every day, we've lost track with this cyclical nature of life. And especially for us women, it's so important that we allow ourselves to move in a rhythm and flow and not expect things to be the same every day, not expect that we're on full productivity every single day. Just, just allow ourselves to go in that rhythm where we take more rest today. This is the growing energy phase. This is where I'm going to be here rather than fighting against that. So Lunar Living, for me, the online sisterhood in particular, helped me to once again create a supportive sisterhood of women mm. where we could once again, we circle together every new moon, we get together. There's an amazing Facebook group there where people are just dropping and be like, I'm feeling like this, anybody else? And we can all be like, yes, me too. This is what I did. Mm. This is how I'm feeling. Let me share this with you. And again, we talk about this often, but the power of women coming together this yeah is, magic is just people don't realize the power of it at all no. and i think it's like yeah it's just phenomenal what women when they're on the same level and they have the same vision and they have the same beliefs and they're going through the same hardships even just hearing people talk about their same problems mm. makes you feel a lot more of a normal human being yes. not that there is a thing as a normal human being but yeah no you you've hit the nail on the head there i guess if i was just to close off then and i would say to you like for you what does it really truly mean to be your most like to, to get lit to be your most lit up self and how is the best way to kind of harness the moon or like use the moon's energy I mean you've discussed most of that anyway but if there was one thing you could say I'd say acceptance like complete mm. self-acceptance as in accepting that we are emotional beings especially as women 
And a couple of the things that we women do that really, um, and I, I'm going to use the word damage us, which sounds like a very, very big word I understand, is we try to deny our emotional nature. Yeah. So we try to Bye. get rid of emotions when they're there. Or we label emotions as good and bad. So it's good to feel happy. It's really bad to feel down. So we try and push it away. Those emotions are there to tell you something. They're there to teach you. They're there to show you when you're out of alignment with your most true and authentic self. When we can sit with an emotion and invite it in and hold it, we can learn so much from it. And what we also do to that same point is we wander around. We, especially as women, we are so skilled. I'm fine. I'm fine, I'm fine is the, the biggest universal lie that's yeah. told. It's yeah. the biggest universal. How are you? I'm fine. I'm good. Fine. I'm fine. And we take care of everybody else around us when we're like dying a little bit inside. And so bringing it back to that ability, like how many of us have a complete inability to be able to care for ourselves mm. or to have, give ourselves permission for a day off or a sofa day or a, a, a saying no, like how hard is it for us women to say no, you know, mm. it's really difficult. And so I think that the one thing this gives us is, is to, to get lit, is to step into that authenticity where you can own your emotions, you can yeah. own your boundaries, wow. you can own your powerful days, you can own your days when you're not feeling powerful and rather than beat yourself up, you can use them to go inwards and tune in and go, what can I now learn from this that's going to help me to grow and get more lit? So lunar cycles just help give us this constant true north to be able to move to, which is the the essence of our soul it's the reason we were put here on this earth it's our purpose it's our calling it's who we are here to be mm. and when we start to work with those lunar energies she will guide you into that very essence wow i mean couldn't have said it any better and it just it just shows like people get lit isn't just a decision to light up and and step into your power there's a lot of work mm. and you know resilience and facing fears and handling things that have gone wrong in your life and repeating patterns and I guess knowing all of this and working with that kind of like lunar cycle is going to support them in doing that Absolutely. Um, also just for anyone who is listening Kirsty also does soul guidance mentorship where she works with you one-to-one um, to help you I have had some of the most incredible like we, I wouldn't say they're tarot they're just card readings really soul. Cards, it's really yeah. hard to explain what Kirsty does but um I speak to your soul. She speaks to your soul. She <laughs> says things that your heart, you knew, and it's just phenomenal. But she obviously does, um, you do one-off readings, don't you? And then you also yeah. do coaching to support people through that kind of work. And I do get asked quite a lot, like, can you recommend coaches? Um, and obviously, Kirsty's a very good friend of mine, but she's been a, a very, 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 very huge part of my growth and uh, my the, the awareness that I found in myself, the releasing of things that have held me back and really tuning into that more spiritual side of myself and listening to my intuition more and my heart more. And that is just, a, I guess, more of a heartfelt place from me and a testimonial that I wanted to give while you're here and you're on the show. And for anyone listening, like, get in contact with Kirsty. She will always welcome you sliding into her DMs. Mm. Um, and hands down, one of the best like oracle card and soul guide and readers that I've ever had and the, you've given you. me some of the most powerful lessons and teachings and, and, and moments where I've just gone oh my god that makes so much sense oh my god you're so right I knew that or just sometimes she even says like what are you really feeling here Becky so I just wanted to give you that and kind of Thank just you. share that with all of you guys that um, if you are looking for any support in your like personal development journey overcoming blocks traumas um, struggles, challenges, repeating patterns, uh, and wanting a little bit more clarity and direction as to where the next steps in your life might be, 
I couldn't re recommend anyone more than this lovely thank lady. You. So thank you so much for joining thank me today. You. Thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> and I hope you guys enjoy it. We will pop all of Kirsty's links, um, link to her book, link to her membership, and everything you need to know about Kirsty in the bio for this episode. And thank you, beautiful humans, once again for spending time with us whenever it might be for you, wherever it might be for you, listening to our podcast. All my love and all my light. Thank you so much, Kirsty. Thank you have been listening to the Get Lit with Becky Rabin podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Please don't forget to head to beckyrabin.com to access all of my blogs and free downloads. And for all business owners, head to getlitinc.co.uk to access all of our online workshops, bundles and courses to help you grow your business. In the meantime, please do rate and review our podcast so that we can keep bringing you more motivation motivational litness. Thank you so much again for listening. Go and get lit, hun. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.